0: Seek
1: treatment, if you're boring as fuck, seek treatment, if you're unlucky in love, seek treatment, if you just can't take a hit we'll seek treatment, Time with Cat and Pat. Hey. hey,
0: it's Catherine. it's Katherine,
1: it's, and it's Pat, with a hard T.
0: And this is, dare we say? Seek
1: treatment (laughs) I mean, it is that We can't lie, it is that That is what this is
0: At the end of the day, we're calling this seek treatment
1: Yeah I mean, let me
0: tell you something, Pat Speaking of treatment Yeah Last weekend, I found myself in a deep rabbit hole on YouTube Watching old American Idol auditions and winners And then it, it took me to a place the place it well because then it took me to watching claudia conway on american idol and then it oh took i haven't
1: been there yet to
0: watching adele i'll tell you about it but then it took me to adele you know what song so amazing <laughs> just like the movies just like oh yeah. my god that reminds me of where we were do you
1: know what that makes me think of that that era um I remember that was when I got sober the first time, uh, spoiler alert, it didn't stick. Didn't take. um, Didn't take. (laughs) And I got this, um, it was October, actually, and I got this uh, opportunity to submit to be like a staff writer for Vulture, which at the time was huge for me, because I literally had nothing, and um, (laughs) and I had to write a couple sample articles, and one was about how no one was paying attention to Gwen Stefani's... um, I used to love you because everyone was too obsessed with hello and I thought it was kind of funny and then I didn't get the job um and it's so funny now that I'm a constant collaborator with Vulture to think back on that time Mm -hmm. but um
0: I would say you have a a, a complex relationship. We both do with Vulture. Totally, I totally. Sometimes, sometimes Vulture is family to us. Sometimes Vulture acts like you would see Vulture on the street, and they'd say, "Who is it?" Yeah, I know I'm wearing a mask, but you know me.
1: (laughs) I know it is so funny. Sometimes I'm literally part of the Vulture family, like a huge part of the Vulture company Christmas party. Have never been, but that's the vibe. AF. And then sometimes it's like. Hello.
0: <laughs> Wait, you know what
1: I'm gonna do? Oh my god, this is gonna be appointment television. Never in history has this happened. I'm actually gonna take my antidepressants on air because oh. I've been, I've been doing, I've been having a phenomenon happen to me where I cannot remember if I took them, and so I mm-hmm. each and every day I have to make the choice of do I want to risk having taken them twice or not right. at all? Which is such red an, pill
0: or blue pill? I have to the take the Matrix. red pill or blue pill.
1: Oh my gosh, which one do you take?
0: Which oh. one is which in the in the movie The Matrix?
1: No one knows and it doesn't care. No so one, knows one
0: is like you get to know about reality and one's like you get to live a lie. Is one that right? is like
1: you wake up and you never knew in the first place. And it's kind of that question, that famous question of oh, like I want is that. ignorance? It's kind of the famous question of is ignorance plus Or what do you
0: think? Wait, I'm gonna sit somewhere more comfortable. I'm not comfortable. Oh
1: my god, this is actually incredible to be in twenty twenty one talking about which pill we would take from <laughs> from Morpheus. Um, <laughs> if Morpheus gave me the famous choice of pills, um well, you I know what's so crazy You know what? what's so
0: crazy about it is that my dad loves the Matrix so much He named our dog Neo Wow well, And now I, he's threatening If we get another dog call him at Morpheus And I'm like, Dad I can't have two <laughs> Matrix dogs I can't I, I, I feel can't like there's a, a lot that. of
1: cats Named Neo kind of in the world Or Nemo, perhaps But, um, yeah. you know, I remember being A f- freshman in high school Cross country And I was trying so hard To figure out how to talk to people It was really challenging for me During that time in my life And um, I was very next Because gay? Because gay and for Yeah, because gay, ultimately just because gay And for no other reason, really And it's so cool to kind of step into that And um, I was running next to this person Called Jared and someone else I forget, and I was just kind of being silent While they spoke, which was really something I did quite often And I remember Jared was like kind of waxing Poetic, and he said um, The Matrix was an incredible movie But it came with a cost And he was talking About kind of like he was ta- I mean, I don't know He was talking about. I think like school shooting culture and like how oh, the, Matrix, perhaps, is that guess, the Matrix. Perhaps i have the I don't know, but J- I mean, this 14 year old in 2000 uh, called Jared. T- t- a 14 year old called Jared in 2003 posited that it was the Matrix's fault about school uh, shootings. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder wherever it, I think is. I think actually, you know that that feeling when the last name comes to you. I think his name was Jared Hughes. Hyphen Sasson or Mickey wow. Sesson. wherever you he know is what now. I
0: shout out to you. I don't like or even love a complicated hyphenated name. It's,
1: it's stressful. It can be really stressful.
0: Well, some I think the issue is that some of them like flow nicely, but maybe that's just because that's the one you are familiar with. Well,
1: I always get anxiety about if two hyphenates get married, right. then what are they going to do? For I just get anxiety about that. Um, <laughs> at but, all You
0: wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night Wondering what's gonna happen I
1: literally worry about it I'm like always wait. like Okay when I meet a hyphenated person I'm like I hope this person Meets a non-hyphenate Because At least then You know We have some options here But I wait. You know I, what? I, wait can Wait, can wait ask- one second I was talking about uh. This with my boyfriend's family Last night And um, you know They were talking about Making Like inventing names Like combining Like kind of making A portmanteau of the two names And that kind of being The new thing Which I think is kind of fun Oh, like what? Like if it was us, we'd be like Riga- Rigasone or Balagin oh. or Balagin.
0: For some reason, that feels really like The Sims to me. Do they do that on The Sims or something? No, but
1: they talk gibberish on The Sims, and
0: in <laughs> and a way, Riga-son. that's what
1: we're and, in a way that's what we're talking <laughs> about right now. You would be like Coeuler or the... Mulehen. It would be hard for you guys.
0: I guess we can't get married and have kids. But since
1: you're straight, you could do the famous thing of just having his name. Or he can have yours. It's not so crazy. (laughs) Like...
2: It's H- wait not are you mad crazy. that I'm lying down
1: No I think it's like promotes you know, It does remind me of um, how Busy Phillips used to be on her talk show Where she would try so hard <laughs> to like look comfortable on her couch And it actually was really stressful I'll oh always God. remember I'll always remember and I think I've talked about this publicly before Being in the gym while the Busy Phillips show was on mute And she was interviewing um, Julie Bowen And she was trying so hard to look comfortable on her couch And it was It looked so Um contrived that it was really stressing me out um, on the fly machine.
0: Well you know, we we can't forget, we can't forget that I did famously submit a packet to write for Busy Phillips. Oh, did you? Late night show and I was ultimately not selected from the, the, the pack.
1: I wanna meet face to face with everyone who I wrote a packet for and didn't get it. And <laughs> i don't know, like, I want to sit down with them and be like, yeah, like I did that for you. Like I I'm- sat down at a table and like wrote random ass shit for you. And then you cast me aside.
0: Yeah, I think I've done three packets in my whole life, and every one of them has been incredibly painful. I did yielded no positive results.
1: I know I did one for Vulture, um, and I did one for um, the Michelle Wolf show. Didn't get it, and I think I did like maybe one more. And didn't get it And I did one for a different vulture thing that was like In you know world show that was like gonna be really fun But then the last pos- And I told my nanny f- and I got it I told my nanny family I was leaving them and then the last minute Um the show like Wasn't gonna happen anymore and so I had to like Come crawling back to my nanny family And be like so I'm back In the mix <laughs> Give me your kids bitch cause I <laughs> Work for them again <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god I want to be clear about something I'm lying down because I was I just I just had Therapy and I was just I was doing therapy on my Ottoman my backless Ottoman Sexy wow backless. that's kind of how they
1: Recommend doing that's <laughs> how they they recommend Doing therapy is kind of lying down on an Inch on a mid-modern piece of furniture
0: So that's why I'm laying down my therapist She's been really Into giving me homework and I'm like obviously Avoiding doing it at all costs
1: What is homework? that Homework Oh yeah I well, guess my eating disorder girl always is gives like, me homework
0: Yeah it's like write about your trauma And I'm like bitch I think about it all day Now you want me to write about it too
1: Oh what was my homework I had for eating disorder girl I forget I forget <laughs> Now that I only see her once every two weeks The first week I don't think about it at all And the second week I'm like what was that I Eating disorder remember.
0: girl sounds like a problematic superhero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Which by the way, I'm still on my journey. My mar- shout out to my no. Marvel Club. Shout out to my club if no. you're listening. I love my club. No. I love my club mates. Um I watched Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton yesterday and it was Say It With Me so bad. Um oh, but i still enjoying awful. I'm still enjoying being on my journey, and I do look forward to it.
0: I'm actually watching a few interesting things right now. A, well, first of all, you know what I can't believe. I'd never really, and I say this with so much love in my heart. I'd never really seen Search Party. I've seen bits and pieces, but Brian, are <laughs> yeah. like, let's start from the beginning. And I yeah. actually can't. I actually can't believe how good it is.
1: Oh, incredible! I mean, Charles Rogers is literally is a full genius. On. He's a full genius in every sense it's of the word. It's so.
0: I'm literally. I, I look at my TV. I look. I laugh, 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 and I suspense, suspense, suspense. I'm so grateful to be um kind of starting it from the beginning all over again and enjoying it.
1: Yeah. I um. I need to watch. I think the most recent. Two seasons I think I haven't watched three Or four yet Um, and then here's
0: what Else I'm watching oh I already told You this about the Zodiac killer adoption Thing
1: no wait what
0: This guy was looking for his father Because he'd been adopted and Then he discovers that his father he Thinks is the Zodiac killer
1: oh I would love to watch that yeah
0: it's On Hulu and then I'm also Obsessed with Thousand Pound Sisters and then I also watched The first ep of the Mia Farrow Woody Allen doc which is (laughs)
1: Very, very sad Wait, did I talk about on-air Circle of Friends Or did I just, we just talk about that you off-air You did, wait No, I think it was off-air I think it was when we were recording ads And it was like, oh, right. just while talk we were kind it. of Kind Dang of coming us. in and talking out our day So I watched this, so when I go on Amazon Prime, a famous website that my best friend growing up, Jeffrey Bezos, invented, <laughs> um he you know, famously,
0: uh, quick aside, you know, famously, Jeffrey Bezos went to college with my dad.
1: Are you serious?? And my
0: dad always talks about, um, you know, how that could have been him. I hate Jeffrey <laughs>
1: Bezos. What was he saying oh yeah so I found this Because mo- Amazon Prime will recommend based on How s- a f- how much of a fucking Idiot it knows I am It will, <laughs> it will volunteer like movies It thinks that someone with my kind of brain Will enjoy and it's always right And I watched this m- a made for TV movie From 2006 starring the woman who Played um, Dexter's girlfriend And Darla from Buffy And um, sh- it's called Circle Of Friends and It starts with this curly hair woman In the woods like Crying, 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 turning around to camera, being like, "Please, you have to do this. Please, you don't have to do this." She gets shot. Then it's her funeral, actually, no. and Darla from Buffy comes back, and it's her three friends from high school, and they're like, "I can't believe she's gone." And it was. Oh, well, it starts with all the women looking at the grave, um, talking to the grave, being like, "You were." Oh this is an exact God. quote. This is an exact quote. You were the glue that held us together. You were a touchstone of our friendship and you always were the one who understood what we were going through. And then the girl comes back and she's like, I can't believe she's gone. And the woman is like, one's a mom now. One is like the wife of the governor. One is quirky and owns a yoga studio. And then the one and they all live in the same town. And then Darla from Buffy actually moved to New York to become a fashion designer. But this is all set in like Southern Connecticut. So it's literally 20 minutes away, but they're acting like she's been gone for like years. And um, So then basically what happens is Darla from Buffy starts piecing all this stuff together And realizing someone's killing friends from their graduating class And it's a famous This is actually a trope in movies where It's a famous trope in movies where a person comes back to their hometown and they're 36 and every single person currently living in the town um, is from their grade in high school. And, like, everyone is 36 and everyone is, like, um, says things like, I guess you never said yes to that date back in 10th grade. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's good to see you again, Maggie. What do you have? (laughs) It's like that. It's so good.
0: Wait, I have a question. Circle of
1: Friends is my favorite movie.
0: Is it? I'm looking it up. Is it the 1995 film? It
1: is the 2006. Actually, that's really important. It's a 2006. Wow, because
0: this looks totally different. Let me look. at I'm trying to find a visual. Oh wow. Okay. watch it. Like, I
1: want everyone in the world to watch Circle of Friends 2006.
0: <laughs> this makes more sense as being someone, something you'd like than the other poster. Totally. Wow, Circle of Friends. Lots of scenes. Lots of pictures of her like lying on the grass, looking forlorn. Oh really? Well she looks her mine? brow is her brow is very furrowed in yours.
1: But she didn't I don't think she lied on the grass very often in mine.
0: Well maybe the actress lied on the grass at another time. A- as a promo she was, shoot. She was captured at the promo shoot by
1: paparazzi. Um,
0: <laughs> wow Wow.
1: I have to mm-hmm. shout out to the fact that I have like this You know I've reached this point in my life Where I'm just treating myself incredibly by wor- by Doing this thing where whenever, whenever Whenever I'm in a space where they sell Two liter bo- bottles of diet coke I buy one Come Ugh. home put it in the fridge It literally feels like being an actual adult Human for once who Has a two liter bottle of soda in the fridge And can actually pour a cup for themselves And drink it for once
0: with ice I assume
1: Yes if necessary Sometimes without. You know
0: one of the hardest things about my life Is that I don't have ice in my apartment
1: Do you have ice trays
0: Um not really You know how like a mini fridge the freezer is just yeah. kind of like a flap That doesn't actually do anything yeah, just, like, it's, like, it's like a crusty little mountain of ice And you're like can't you let me in <laughs> Yeah, it's like Wait truly. I'm actually like I can't I literally can't get in a comfortable position for the life of me Have you noticed the way I've been squirming around
1: Yeah I feel for you
0: uh, you know what I made yesterday though, because I'm trying to be an adult, adult too. I made um ramen, but I oh, forgot like, to put the nood- But I forgot to put the noodles in, so I actually made like broth with a lot of stuff in it.
1: Oh wow, how was That's it That's okay. Yeah, it was
0: actually actually delicious. I got you- miso. I had some chili oil, some scallions, some ginger, some garlic. Delicious.
1: Dave Mazzoni always makes ramen on Instagram.
2: Oh that's I good
1: want, I want to get off The website Instagram And I want to never Watch porn websites again I'm so sick Of the amount of time I spent on it I, I deleted Instagram for one day Humiliating And then and you I did it, You
0: did it No offense But you did it Really publicly And then you kind of Just snuck back on
1: I know and What was
0: that about I wanted to actually Reach out to you You were like the- well, I did think it was very funny. You said the website that famously causes suicidal ideation. I
1: mean, it does it literally. It literally does. I wanted to tweet this one time, and I couldn't figure out how to make it work, and I couldn't figure out if it was bad. But it's like in let's our workshop gra- it. In our grandparents' generation, if you wanted to have suicidal ideation, you actually had to go to war and come back traumatized. And now, you actually, <laughs> with just kind of touching your phone, you can actually wish so badly to be dead. And um, <laughs> that's what's so cool about these inventions. And, that's um, so true. With the advent of phones, there's almost no need to go to war, and um, so I forget what like really made me be like, get me off this website and get me never back to it, and then I forget there was one reason. Maybe it was to promote our live show. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, it was literally because like, I was, um, I made this video that I thought was so funny, and I wanted to post it. And then I posted it for like 10 minutes. It wasn't doing well, and I deleted it. <laughs> and I literally went back on Instagram for that. Your triumphant and then, return. And then I was back, and I was like, maybe there's a world where I can just like, be healthy. I don't know. I don't have shame for leaving and coming back, because it's like, yeah, this is the journey we're on. We're trying to get away. It's pulling us back. And if I can be this sort of like... Beacon. Icon for that struggle, then I am happy to do so, and I want to publicly say that if you try to leave Instagram and you come back, forgive yourself immediately and try again.
0: You're absolutely iconic for leaving and coming back without shame. <laughs> without yeah, shame.
1: yeah, I have no shame for it. Wow, that feels incredible to say today. <laughs>
0: Wow, you're really high energy today.
1: Oh, am I good?
0: Yeah, I love it. You actually have been seeming like in a good mood lately.
1: I have, you know, something. I was in a really bad mood for a really long time. And lately I've been felt in a slightly better mood. Um, Are you feeling
0: emotional because it's like sunny out?
1: I feel better because it's sunny out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess... What was I going to say I had an amazing Idea something incredible to talk about but you know Enough's enough it's time for voicemail questions Oh my
1: god is it oh my gosh I forgot that Was part of our
0: letters for help
1: Letters for help yeah let's Get let's get some letters for help
0: For once
1: For once in our lives like let's get some letters For once in my
0: life when we we, Oh wait the thing I'm having and can I talk To you about this Mm -hmm. you know when you're like having a tough Time with the body that you're in And Mm -hmm. No position in which you sit can make you forget that you have a body. Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with right now. It's like no matter which way I sit, I'm still technically in my body, and that's yeah. not ideal. That's not ideal for right now.
1: That's what that's what happened to me last night. I was actually trying to go to sleep, okay. Because the shirt I was wearing was remem- was making me remember.
0: <laughs> Remember what That you were alive That I
1: like, existed in a human body <laughs> a, a, famous, a, a famously devastating fact
0: um, I actually finally 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 bit the bullet By which I mean went to Madewell to get bigger jeans Because yeah. my clothes don't fit
1: me right now You and just reminded me of Maywell, my homework Sorry What
0: is that? What is that?
1: My homework is to um, give to Goodwill all the clothes that I know just don't Ooh, fit me anymore
0: I know that's an important point A part of like self-acceptance Yeah which is something I'm definitely struggling with right now.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Okay, so should we do letters for help? Yeah. Let's do okay, L's for it. H. Allison, has everyone ever, has anyone ever really taken to calling you Allie? A few people, but usually just Al. Okay, well, now's the time.
1: Al reminds me of the famous character Big Gay Al from South Park.
0: Oh, uh, You know, one time my boyfriend, Ryan, who you might know from being my boyfriend he <laughs> made me watch like the south park pandemic special and i was like this this is how i know you're straight because sometimes yeah. he is gay to me
1: yeah well though south park is like funny like we have to give it that you but-
0: know what i will say there were some parts where i was laughing really hard
1: yeah sometimes it'll make you laugh really <laughs> hard i haven't seen it since i was truly in like seventh grade it's I watched all about a
0: guy s- telling it like telling his mom to fuck off
1: yeah, and Isn't sometimes right? that sometimes that is whole hysterical. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's hysterical when a guy tells his mom to fuck off. Um, and, now, wait—the last thing I'll say ever before I die, fingers crossed—is that I watched a South Park movie the same at the same sleepover. I watched um, it, the original it with Tim Curry. And it was just such a crazy experience Because I thought South Park was so funny And I thought it was so scary That I famous I think I was talking about this I didn't take a shower For all of fourth grade
0: Yeah You mentioned that Yeah So it was the funny with the scary That made your brain break The experience was like
1: Being at that friend's house Whose parents for one Would let you watch something scary But also would let you Kind of watch something sexual Like South Park Because when you're young South Park is considered very sexual Because they do talk about sex And um I remember his dad, the kid's dad, came down and he was like, okay, don't think of anything scary when you're sleeping. Think of titties. The dad oh. said think of titties. To be the funny. Dad said, the dad
0: said think of titties? The
1: dad said think of titties while you're sleeping. No, but you know That's You See, you don't know this because of being a girl, no offense, but... Um, yeah. but when you're a boy um, in this culture, there will be other boys whose dads like will be like that. They'll be trying really? to kind of like be funny to you by saying things like think of titties.
0: You know, it's funny because I always, I always felt, I always had a sneaking suspicion that my dad and my brothers did have somewhat of a different relationship and there were things they talked about that they, that they didn't let me hear.
1: Well, my dad was not like that. Do you know, in a certain way, sometimes I felt like if my dad was one of those dads who told you to think of titties, like... Maybe well, I would be straight. I literally thought maybe I would be straight.
0: <laughs> Why is it so loud?
1: I don't hear anything.
0: Okay. I really at this point you have to laugh. The the mansion across the street from me, um, by which I mean that feeling when a single family buys like a whole apartment building. Yeah. yeah. That that mood when um they're <laughs> doing some kind of construction that requires then to just there's lots of like clanking sounds at all hours of the day, which is cool. And rock and also roll. Um, you know when I was younger all I wanted was to watch Sexy things I was obsessed Any Every movie when we were younger was about Jennifer Love Hewitt getting pregnant As a teen Yeah that was every movie we have ever seen in the nineties.
1: Yeah, and there was something extremely sexual about that.
0: Well, because she'd had sex to do it to get <laughs> pregnant.
1: Yeah, uh, she used that medium. She used that avenue to get pregnancy. <laughs> um, I'll always remember when I found out about head. I always remember I had heard terms like blowjob and hand job, and I couldn't for the life sure, of me figure out sure. like what that meant. I was like, what the, on earth could a hand job be or a blowjob? What could that be? And so I remember um, being on the sleepover at my house this time, actually, with my friend. And we were, like, looking through channels late at night. And, you know, when, you're, like, for some reason the cable company gives you, like, a free week of absolute porn. um, oh my God. They had done that. So we got this channel that was porn. And a guy was sitting in a chair by a pool. And a girl was giving him head, like, as he sat in his chair. And I was like, wow. oh, my God. her His penis is in her mouth. I remember thinking to myself, I did not know people did that. But that makes so much sense. Like, that would feel so good this Adds up this chance like <laughs> of course People do this of course was my thought I saw it and I said of course I said how can I not have seen it I've been so silly thinking That didn't happen
0: <laughs> Oh my god I, I similarly felt like if someone were to lick My pussy
1: If someone were to, get, if someone were to do something absolutely, Get in an absolutely crazy mood And lick my pussy
0: I was like that must feel exquisite Turns out I don't know how much I really care for it. It's more than like oh, really? anything. Yeah.
1: Well, when it's... people don't like receiving oral It's always interesting to me because that's so not my I Ever since that night when I found out What people did behind closed doors Meaning put penises in their mouths I was like that probably feels so Incredible and I've always kind of Like and I think even to this day as an adult I'm like yeah it's crazy that people Do that and it's incredible that people do that <laughs> <laughs> And that's my Official stance on Palatio
0: <laughs> You know what I think about oral <laughs> <laughs> I guess for me since everyone's been clamoring to know I guess for me it's like <laughs> I just prefer the classic dick and pussy to a little yeah. tongue the tongue I also think it is it is part of me like sometimes I get self-conscious if I can't come quick enough from the tongue I'm like I'm like how's it going down there You know, how's the yeah, weather yeah. down there I'd say. So I say oh is it because boys love to make you people here's what people love to do people love to make you think when you're little that like your pussy's stinky
1: Oh yeah Like I oh yeah it
0: smells like this And I'm like oh my god And then you live in fear of someone being down there long enough to smell it
1: I say and this with a thought, actively, But I still what? have associations of thinking Pussies probably are stinky
0: Well they're not they smell exquisite
1: <laughs> Okay I didn't know that Pussies are exquisite I didn't know that
0: That being said I've never um, Never smelled one that isn't my own So what do I know What do I know? How? Who am I to say? (laughs) Who? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to speak on that. It's not my place. It's not my place. But I will say that my pussy is exquisite. Sorry. (laughs) I know. I literally feel like we're not doing the podcast because I'm lying down in my house.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's do a voicemail from home from help. A voicemail from help. Someone seeking help.
3: (laughs) Okay. Hi, Cat and Pat. I just listened to the most recent episode where y'all started taking uh, listener questions and thoughts. And the thing that I noticed is pretty much all of the callers and myself included and my friends who listen um, have adopted kind of your isms and sound like you in the sense of saying things like ultimately or abbreviating words or just other little like turns of phrases and ways of speaking that we undoubtedly have adopted from listening to this podcast and following you on social. So I'm wondering How does it feel to know that you have influenced, really, a generation, a community, Um, and if it's ever annoying, and if you're ever like, all right, you're trying too hard, you're (laughs) addicted, stop trying to do what comes naturally. Um, Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but I've kind of always wondered that, because I don't know, I feel myself doing it, and I don't know if you hate all of us. Um, this question's going off the rails. I'm gonna stop talking now before I say something stupid. Okay.
1: Goodbye. Oh my god. I love that girl. That girl's a queen. I never. I
0: love that, that girl.
1: Girl. I love that girl. If you're that girl, reach out. I want to connect with you. Fans in the live show were saying that I'm not accessible and don't respond to IG messages, but sometimes I do. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to um, respond to IG messages, but I like that girl. What's that song? That's like and the queens. This is for the queens. Oh fuck, I can't remember. <laughs> There's some song about Queens. Sounds really that's, good. that's current. There's a current top 40 about Queens. And me and my queens, sisters, sisters, when we win, w- when when me and my sisters are on a team in Smash against the boys and we win, we sing that song together. What smash. Smash Brothers. Super Smash oh, Brothers. Okay. For the okay. Nintendo Switch. And yeah, I play Stark Salmon And um, (laughs) so anyways Wait so yes This is such a topic You know it's funny Because I was talking I uh, shot a little thing For the Z-Way show Coming up And my um, person That was on set with me That day thank God Because it was a long day And was chatting the whole time with grace cool schmidt who we love on this pod and so uh, funny and i we were t- and i and she said she said you know there was where does time, that girl
0: live does that girl live in new york city
1: she now lives in new york city that girl
0: that girl makes me laugh laugh that laugh, girl laugh, makes laugh me, on me on laugh my, my
1: ass off she makes me shit my pants from laughing <laughs> on my phone and um you know she was like there was a time because she came from chicago and she said there was a time in chicago where a la- lot of people were talking like you guys a lot of people mm-hmm. were kind of talking like you guys quite a bit and she also wanted and I said it used to, I think it used to annoy me because I used to be so nervous about um where I used to feel like I wasn't getting anything so I was like okay well are you my famous I was like everyone stop copying to me until I get one single thing and then once I do kind of have at it it's public domain but now I feel <laughs> more comfortable I'm like fine it's fine. some people who actively dislike me even will copy kind of my Language, which is really always fun to Observe. It's like, wow, you even Yeah, me, I, I'm, you thinking, still, I'm thinking Do you know a who I'm talking about?
0: I'm thinking of a particularly iconic person who actually um, Yeah Mocked, yeah. yeah, made the amazing choice To kind of mock us using our turn of Turns of phrase and then kind of continued using them throughout Their reality, so I yeah. want to shout out That amazing
1: person
0: I love that girl, I love Everyone who loves us, I love our community I'm sorry that we made everyone Sound stupid, um And I love you.
1: Totally. I think that it's. um, I was talking about this with Angel because he also has very specific um, diction that he's said that has people have always kind of like. Well, adapted. I copied
0: – I would say that Brian and I copied Angelo because you His guys or. started adding – Yeah, or. And but now we, I can't stop doing that. I'm like yeah, – I know you don't do it anymore. I know. We've been over this. You guys don't do it anymore. But Brian and I are like a whole <laughs> new level. We're like, you're warned to watch Tarvar. Like, we can't <laughs> stop doing that. And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just fun.
1: I think I like it now. I think now that like with the advent of the truth sleuths, I feel like it's this aspect of community building that I do like well, – it's, it's also totally different between like – a random group of friends or like If you go to a comedy show and there's other comedians Because then it's like I don't know it feels a little weirder In the latter I think but also I'm fine with it I don't care and I never and I don't care <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah that's
0: that's clear Um, I would say that this podcast <laughs> didn't even Feel real until we had the truth salutes In some ways yeah and that Community yeah. support means the world
1: What I have to say you know there's quite a bit of people That feel sexually attracted to the Ben Truth sleuths
0: yeah, so feel free to reach out
1: to him. I think he's single, I think
0: and he loves in New York. Too. Yeah, and he's, and he's um, a doctor. He's a medical professional.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I love him.
1: Yeah, I, love I like them all. I, I love them all. So I want that girl to feel absolutely comfortable using any sort of language she wants, and um, I empower her to feel inspired by anything we say, or even just. You know make things her own I think that She can do no wrong
0: I also think I need to state for the record that Pat Regan invented using the term Famously and he invented ultimately
1: I don't know if I invented famously I don't Know if really? I invented "famously." you were in the first
0: time I say it because you
1: said it and I got Obsessed I, I definitely I definitely used it a lot In 2015 and and a lot of people also used started using it, but I don't. I might have been part of the wave of people embracing sure. it from someone else. To be honest, that one I'm not sure about. Ultimately, I do feel comfortable and confident stepping out and stepping forward and saying, <laughs> "I took ultimately and I made it kind of the avocado of 2018. Avocado, kind of, of course, being a kind huge of the Alicia phenomenon.
0: You were Alicia Silverstone. Ultimately, was Brittany Murphy. You were like, "Come over <laughs> to my party. I'm going to make yeah. you."
1: I thought you were going to say oh it's Leisha Silverstone and ultimately was like as if
0: I'll never forget my clueless telephone Hey, you know, it's so crazy about us, but I like to be different and wear unique pieces that no one else has. And I have to say, I actually have been going on Curtsy to shop and I'm finding some really cool stuff.
1: With the Curtsy app, you get thrift store prices delivered to your door. No need to sort through thousands of items that aren't your style or size. The app has all my favorite brands like Nike, Urban Outfitters, Princess Polly, Champion, Free People, and Levi's up to 70% off.
0: And selling clothes is usually such a pain in the ass, which is why my closet's always overflowing. But Curtsy has actually made the selling process so easy. Literally anyone can do it. I never know how to price my items, but Curtsy suggests a price, which is really helpful. And if you don't have a printer, classic New York move, they'll mail you a shipping label for free, which I love. And the coolest part is when you get to instantly cash out to your debit card. I actually bought some jeans on Curtsy that are really cute. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I
1: saw know? those. I like those jeans a lot.
0: Thank you. If you want a sustainable way to get Brandy, Urban, Champion, and Lulu delivered directly to your door, download Curtsy today and enter promo code Treatment for 15% off your first order.
1: Search for Curtsy in the app store spelled C-U-R-T-S-Y and enter promo code SEEKTREATMENT for 15% off your first order.
0: Download the Curtsy app and enter promo code SEEKTREATMENT. Y'all, this summer, Pat and I um, recorded parts for this really fun new show on Audible called Sorry, Charlie Miller, and we're going to play a short clip of it now.
1: I play a woman called Babs.
0: Z's. So here's a clip from our latest project with At Will Media and Audible, available now at audible.com slash Sorry, Charlie Miller.
1: Bye. Wait, you haven't even heard our closing pitch. It's the Peace Day Resistance. The
0: cherry on the cake. The
1: olive and the martini.
0: And it starts with a song. Hit it,
1: Babs. One, oh, okay. two. Song. Is this one, really happening? two, three, four. Oh. Yes. Oh. It is. Welcome to the reality group of your dreams. It's Barbara
0: and Babs. Welcome to the Realty Group of your dreams. This is just what oh we have in
1: store. for you. a little
0: here, a big sorry. house, there, apartment, the, the boxes that you can live in. There's all of it towards us and near us today. Hey. Okay,
1: but if we and can, and we have just two words for you:
3: beautiful, beautiful homes,
1: homes, beautiful
0: homes, beautiful, beautiful homes. homes.
1: Do we have the perfect house for you?
0: Okay, let's do another letter for help.
1: Yeah.
4: Hey, Kat and Pat. My name is Sam Kaufman, calling from Berkeley, California. Hi. Seeing lots of love and light. I adore your podcast and listen to it all the time. Please keep making it. I have a question for both of you. I've been really interested lately in the afterlife and near death experiences. I've been reading a book about it, and I've been watching this new Netflix show called Surviving Death. And I'm just curious what both of you think and feel about an afterlife, if there is one. Have you had any experiences with connecting uh, to life beyond this life? And if you had any experiences with, I don't know, ghosts or uh, loved ones that passed away and sent you messages, we'd love to know your experiences. All right. Thanks so much. Love from California. Bye.
0: Oh my god, I love that question. I I love love that guy. He sounds doesn't he sound high.
1: I I obviously feel absolutely ravaged by that man. Like I feel so (laughs) sexually We just had group
0: with that guy. What did he say his name was? It bleeped out.
1: Sam something. Oh Sam. I made that up. It might not have been that. that guy needs to reach out to me because I haven't felt this way in a long time. The way that (laughs) that guy's voice like made me the way that voice that man's voice talking to me made me feel was like very alive and like sexually awake.
0: That man had an erotic voice towards us.
1: Yeah. Well, we have to acknowledge part of the appeal was that it sounded very straight, but um, he, <laughs> he, he could have been gay and that. Well, if he could be anything. He could be anything. I'm just kidding. If you have a gay voice, then guess what? You have a perfect voice. Because no matter how gay your voice is, it's beautiful <laughs> times ten. Um, and that's something I learned the hard way. Um <laughs> Wait, so I
0: have to say I've been also been watching this Netflix program That he's referring to So I feel very um, inspired by this question And I a thousand percent believe There's an afterlife I believe in reincarnation I believe in everything I'm like, who fucking knows, babe?
1: You know, it's funny When he said Netflix Of course, for me This speaks to a different Netflix series And for me, this speaks to the OA Which deals with near-death experiences In a fictional way I don't like fiction I love fiction. I, um... Mm -hmm. And so... I don't know about, and of course I'm dealing right now, uh, it's afterlife and your death is a huge experience in my life because in season I think, what are we in, 17 of Grey's Anatomy, Mm. Meredith Grey famously gets a COVID, but in this world when you get COVID you become in a coma for an entire season of television and you actually go to a beach where you see people from your past and so that's where Meredith is right now, she's in a year long coma from having COVID and she's on a beach in like a button down white shirt and khakis walking around the beach meeting people Who either have died or not And it's kind of her near-death moment And um, I'm like that's I definitely think not it I definitely don't think you go to a beach When you um, almost die I think um I don't know I don't know I do think um and sometimes I, I subscribe to this kind of idea that we're all, like, sometimes people will say things like, we're all just energy. We're all just energy part of the same kind of orb of energy and we just keep, and we come out and we, and we go back into the orb of energy and we keep, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. I also had this thought the other day thinking about reincarnation. And I was having this, like, I actually was having this conversation in my head where I'm not sure who I was talking to, but I was giving this kind of like brilliant monologue um, to someone who like, and someone whoever this (laughs) mystery person was listening to me was like this fucking kid so smart. And I was talking to this person about how I just like, just hate human beings so much and like, and it's like supposed to be this sort of like, um, given that like being human is like one of the best things you could be or something and like. If you die and you get reincarnated, you would want to be a human. And I was like, I never, ever want to be a human again. I really think that if you think of any other animal, you know, there's, I just hate humans and I hate the way that human brains work. And I hate the way that, um, <laughs> humans experience the world and how humans experience each other. I, no other animal really does that. And I don't, no other animal does Instagram. And <laughs> I, um, I just, if I ever do get reincarnated I just pray to God I don't have to be a human again because I just think it's, I just think a human is one of the worst things in the entire world. I really do.
0: Yeah, but I really don't want to come back as an animal.
1: I'm fine. If you're an animal, you probably don't even care that you're an animal. You'll feel so
0: left out.
1: I bet animals don't even care that they're animals. Do you know what I mean?
0: They just don't do anything. It must be boring sometimes.
1: It must be heaven. It must be absolute no. heaven
0: Okay you want to be You want to come back as an animal I don't know Which is funny Because of my relationship
1: With animals Which is that I don't really Care about them But I think I'm, I'm envious of them I think
0: So when I, I listen to this One Oprah episode Where she's like You come back you, you come back to like live another level But I already think I'm at a pretty high level um. So either I'll come back and be like Literally the prez or I just like <laughs> We'll have to start over and I don't want to start over
1: I'm fine starting over I don't care uh,
0: I don't want to be level one I feel like I'm at least Level like eight or something right now I,
1: I also sometimes think this like while We're on earth we have no like recollection Of like um eternity but then like as soon as we were done with our human body we go back to this space where like everyone exists and you're like oh my god i just kind of had my turn down there and it was so crazy like i was doing the <laughs> dumbest shit. like i was so mad at everyone for no reason like remember i like did that thing to you that was so crazy i did that and you're all kind of laughing about how fucking moronic you are down on earth for like um your time there and then when you're done you kind of go back to the space that's kind of like a party almost and being on earth is sort of an attraction and then you kind of can get online to go back down if you want but you don't like have to
0: that sounds really fun actually yeah well i definitely definitely am gonna need to see like like if i i just hope we all get to be together in the end
1: yeah, I don't believe in like I think heaven feels like a first thought, you know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm. I feel
1: like heaven was something invented by truly a toddler. And um <laughs> but I think there's probably something like I don't think it's like constant <laughs> bliss, which also like I've as I've kind of addressed on my stand up, I don't yeah, need don't that. that. I don't that doesn't even sound good to be constantly like fucking coming from being so happy. It's like <laughs> that doesn't sound incredible. You um, know
0: what? I think the most compelling part of the Netflix doc is the idea that when you're about to pass, you do start seeing people you know who have passed. I think that's so beautiful and comforting to think that when you go, you're ushered in by your loved ones.
1: Oh, is that true? That that famous idea from television. My favorite science, though. Do you remember when? Oh, really? Do you remember mm-hmm. when Lost ended and everyone was so upset no. that Lost didn't like answer the question of like what happens to you when when you die? It's like yeah, it's actually a TV show on ABC, a <laughs> primetime <laughs> soap on ABC, and actually from the series finale, you're not gonna kind of know uh, what happens to us when we. People were expecting like universal truths about like the human experience to be finally told in the Lost finale, and when it wasn't, people were like, "That's not okay." <laughs> I never I mean? watched it but
0: my I think yeah I do because my parents were like, Don't waste your time
1: Yeah, people were so upset.
0: They were so upset about Lost. Yeah. Wait, have you okay, here's a here's a question. Have you ever seen a ghost?
1: No, and I don't believe in ghosts or care about them.
0: Okay, I've never seen one I really don't want to see one, but I do believe in them and I want I respect them.
1: I don't believe in them and that's why I can't care about like paranormal activity type movies unfortunately. Oh. I wish I believed in ghosts cuz then I really would have a whole bunch of more movies op- op- to be a horror fan but not be able to like care about ghosts is really tough cuz you're constantly having to find like slasher yeah. stuff which and there's not as much as you think out there of slasher stuff. There's not as much as you think.
0: Absolutely I really really get scared of ghosts I did past life regression therapy Have I talked about this on the pod yet?
1: Oh and maybe when Mike Kelton came on Because that's a huge part I'm of his sure
0: Well he's the one who set me up with his gal
1: Oh anyways, so then maybe you didn't talked,
0: I think I've talked about this But what I will say is I've um, I unlocked three past lives One I was an ugly old lady making bread um, Who didn't believe in herself Then I was this like archer This big fat drunk who was um. Killing some game for his Beautiful blonde wife And oh then God. I was um, A nurse During uh, the war um, I believe World War II And I was caring for a hot soldier who Was Brian
1: Oh wow that's yeah. cool that you kind of Ran into each other again
0: we, Yeah we did and that's it was because we're soulmates And what else was I going to say <laughs> was that She said there's clairvoyant And clairsentient And there's all these different terms of like Some people see the other side Some people hear it Some people smell it Taste it Oh I hope I don't smell it
1: (laughs) I I hope I see it or hear it I don't want to smell the other side That that would suck
0: Okay you're not being aural enough
1: Um, (laughs) No I'm not being olfactory enough
0: You're not being olfactory enough You know what I was going to say though Is that sometimes if a loved one passes You'll suddenly smell them Which is beautiful Wow
1: See I don't, I don't know what anyone smells like.
0: Allison, do we have any uh, stories about? Um, I feel like there's some psychic stuff in our family.
2: Yeah, well, there there's a ghost story in our family.
0: With the little girl. Yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah, will you tell it? Because it's such a good one.
1: Ooh, and do a flashlight. And do a flashlight under your face. a flashlight under your face. Why is that like a famous scary thing to have a flashlight under your face? Well, it,
0: have you seen it? It's scary. That's why it's famous.
1: <laughs> some things, some okay. things are
0: cliche because they're true.
1: Okay, Allison now has a flashlight under her face And she's going to tell us the famous story
2: I don't know if, if this is exactly right But there was something that after our grandmother died Our grandfather was still living in the house And they then he sold it And I guess like our grandmother had had this writing desk And a family moved in that had a little girl Who was maybe like two or some age Where you don't really know how to write and i guess the little girl sat down at the desk and wrote out barbara which was our grandmother's name and the family got so spooked that they moved out.
1: <gasps> oh my god
2: yeah so that i don't know like if it got lost in translation but and then there were like a couple of other weird things that happened with that see
1: too. i can like understand that cuz i feel like i have memories of those little things where like when you're little you're like oh yeah i don't know why i did that i just like did that like i felt right to do that and it's like i could see being a little kid and doing that and then being like oh yeah i don't, I don't know why i did that
0: I've but, heard um, that story before But I did not know they moved out
2: I think so And then my mom and I have had weird stuff With my great aunt Maxine Who passed away like 10 years ago But like getting whiffs of her uncertainty
0: <gasps>
1: well, if That's Well gr- If you're a great aunt Maxine Like face it You're going to be a ghost
0: And you're going to be an, olf- an olfactory ghost
1: <laughs> um, You know I think that my um, boyfriend's family Has things where it's like His niece and nephew are always like Saying they see like Different people who are dead But I think then, like, they started getting attention for saying that And now I think they say it, like, Uh, maybe when they don't always see But I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to say that But There's um, definitely
0: kids who um, remember their past lives That's also just discussed
1: in the Netflix dork I think, um, I'm not sure I'm not sure But That's Mm -hmm. why I do get a little envious of anyone who dies Because I'm always like, well, now they know
0: No, I don't want to die at all
1: You haven't been on Instagram enough (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, trust me I've had my fill <laughs> so I've had my fill I've, I've been online enough for a whole lifetime And, and then some Alright, let's do another questions for help But by the way, I, I'm curious If you guys have had uh, encounters <clears throat> with the other side Please DM them to me Because I just find it really interesting And I'd love to hear more
2: We should add a
0: medium on Oh my god, we, we should have a medium on If you're a medium
2: <gasps>
0: Wait, I'm but really I feel like we should wait until after
1: COVID When we could be like in the same space And they could like tell us what the deal yeah. is But I only after know one, covid
0: now that's an idea
1: <laughs> I, i've only been truly close with one person who died so i don't know if a medium would have anything for me
0: right
1: i journaled out the other day i said you know i really haven't experienced much grief in that sense
0: thank god
1: yeah god. anyways life
0: is really really ultimately devastating
1: and yet you're desperate not to die
0: well i don't want to go too soon
1: <laughs> um all right allison what's our next letter for help We've obviously helped this person an incredible amount.
0: <laughs> we're, keeping, uh, we're heaping massive amounts of help onto these people. <laughs> Heaps of help. That's why I thought
5: of that. Yeah. Hi, Kat. Hi, Pat. I am absolutely obsessed with you. Um, so there's this new trend going on the internet um, from our younger counterpart, <sighs> Gen Z, if you will, where they're absolutely dragging us us millennials for our side parts and our skinny jeans and our use of the laughing crying emoji and i truly don't know what to do about it like i have a square face shape what do i even do with a middle part i don't know what other pants there are in the world to wear (laughs) and any suggestions for things other than a laughing crying emoji i really just don't know what to do i am 29 which i still consider to be the youngest a person can be So <laughs> people telling me that I'm out of touch I, I just truly don't know what to do with myself So yeah, any thoughts, comments, and concerns I would love to hear them Thank you, no. love you, bye I, I love, love you, too. you A
1: girl love from,
0: you one, too. from one 29 year old to another I feel, Oh, that's you're 29? Issue. What do you think I am?
1: 30 well, just Don't bur- you
0: think, but don't you think When I yeah. turn 30, we'll
1: know Yeah, no, I know, I know But okay. I guess I just like
0: my big thing is I really, really want to get the vaccine before I t three turn thirty. <laughs> I'm gonna have such a big party. Um. Okay. Wait. What so, I'll say is one, m- side parts are bad. Two, skinny jeans uh, are bad.
1: Okay. Wait. That girl's like this girl's struggling with these things. I um, well, I just well, think first of that all, girl, I love this girl.
0: But first of, of all, course, this girl well, need- first of all, of course I love that girl. So don't don't <laughs> walk all over me
1: like that. Well, no. But this girl needs. Sometimes to Sometimes when
0: you love someone, you have to tell them the hard truths.
1: What this girl needs to know. Is that, um, remember when John Early told me he would never wear my jeans?
0: Yeah, I'll never forget that, that Two really years ago in Los Angeles That, was that two affected years you ago. in Los Angeles Two
1: years ago in Los Angeles, California John you Early told affected. me he, he would never wear my jeans
0: <laughs> You were affected by that in Los Angeles <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Now anyways um, uh, I say that with love We love John Early dearly on this podcast and I, and I acted opposite him on a TV show And that's a bond that can never be broken And, anyways, um, you know, I, um, what this girl needs to understand is right now Gen Z is in what I call the power position, which Mm -hmm. means everything we do that's dumb, they can make fun of. And all of their things that they do that's dumb, we don't even know it's dumb yet because they're too young. For someone to come in along and second guess it So it's like yeah have your fun About laugh emojis have your fun About middle uh, side part Have your fun about skinny jeans But know that in 10 years time There's going to be a fucking A 19 year old asshole On a new platform who is making Uh fun of Fucking like visco or whatever the hell It is you do and they're going to be making fun Of like that You know that thing they do What's that? Gen Z does a thing where Gen Z does a thing where they, when they think something's funny, I think, will type VSK 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 VSK. I what?
0: Think, I've not seen. I'm I think so they out do of that. The loop.
1: I don't know if that's true. I but think. Let me they say do this. That. also,
0: uh, for the record, I think the crying emoji is funny, and who cares?
1: They do something like that. It might be like different letters, and it has something to do with the um with the idea called visco, and I think that um also with gen z it's like when we start to look at when there is a fucking younger person than you looking at your tiktoks i feel so sorry for you because they are are gonna look so stupid all you're fucking like pointing up at text and like (laughs) pointing up at tight. like when the fucking next gen comes along the people when the babies now are old enough to see that they're gonna give you fucking hell gen z and i'll be there saying You know, it's like when you're, it's like when you're, it's like, this is what it is. It's when you're a teen daughter who's like, wants to go out and she's like having a huge fight with her mom and the mom is like, I hope you have a daughter just like you. That's me with Gen Z. I'm that mom to Gen Z. I'm like, I hope (laughs) you have a younger Gen just like you, Gen Z, because you have no idea what's coming. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, um. I don't know does anyone who's Gen Z listen to the pod definitely like reach out
1: I do sometimes I make make cameos for like like someone will be like my friend Molly is turning 20 and I'm like okay if I make a video (laughs) for a 20 year old I will be put in prison (laughs) but um (laughs) but um anyways no but you know what generation kind of got away unscathed
0: who
1: Gen X they we never
0: think we we never think about them. Like I actually think it's sad that Gen Z is so obsessed with millennials. Like we millennials, we were too busy actually being alive to think about Gen X.
1: Yeah, totally. And like exactly. But you know, our enemy is kind of baby boomers. Right. Like, that's they our tell enemy. Us what,
0: they tell us to buy a house, and we can't. Yeah, it's so like that's like, like the would, relationship between generations. It's
1: like yeah, we would love to buy a house.
0: <laughs> They're like, why don't you have a house? And it's like I would adore a home. <laughs> baby but boomers can't
1: figure out why we haven't bought a house, and it's like. (laughs) i'll explain it to you but i think that the thing about buying a house though
0: is if you could go to a store and be like i want this house and then like give them the money for it that would make sense but instead it's like to get a house i mean the you literally have to be like hi can i have a thousand papers to fill (laughs) out and then you like do it and then like can you actually take these to the bank and i'm like why do i have to go to the bank to fill out these papers and they're like just get some get some of that
1: Yeah this is to buy a house you have to be in an area that's boring Like where they have houses (laughs) Where no one
0: wants to have a house
1: (laughs) Yeah you have to be in that area Go where no
0: one wants to be Then you have to meet with a
1: woman (laughs) called Barbara And this woman called Barbara has to walk you through houses And like tell you about sliding doors And she has to
0: actually actually get the key from under the mat Where you could have gotten it But she has to actually get that for you And kind of do it for you
1: And she's five minutes late and she's so fucking sorry And She was dropping her kids off She was dropping her kids (laughs) off somewhere And um um, then you You're told a to price for this house and the price Is like I don't know $750,000 And like that's obviously Psychotic but then you find that Like that doesn't really mean anything you just kind of Say what price you would pay and it's like okay, then Why did you tell me the first price in the first place If I'm just saying an offer and then You find out that what that Means is like you just have to like Pay the bank money for the rest of your life Till you die as though it's rent and that's
0: right and in that what, way it's like why Would you what's what's The purpose of doing that But it's not rent and you have to like fix your Own dishwasher and stuff
1: yeah So this person who says that Gen Z is making Fun of them we say to them it's hard to buy a house And, <laughs> and Also it's like with Gen Z What's also so Also, sad I wish Gen I had Z, a dishwasher Side note it's like We've been being nice to Gen Z this whole time Because they're like teens and it's like yeah we want to give you This moment to be teens and be the cool ones But it's like They're getting too full of themselves in a way that no one Else ever has like millennials we were like so Self-deprecating deprecating All of our content (laughs) was like oh my god millennials Are so stupid and Gen Z is all their Content is like millennials are so stupid and it's like that's embarrassing for you Like that means You yeah. have a low self-esteem And Gen Z What else I would say Is you should be fighting With Gen X Like how we fought with Baby boomers But you're like obsessed With your parents or something Like why do you never even You don't even know About Gen X I feel like I feel like if I had A Gen Z person right here I told them about Gen X They'd be like Oh I didn't really know About that And then I would tell them About the breakfast club
0: <laughs> And that would show them and I, I also sh- think yeah Like with Gen Z and me It's like I feel bad for them Because a, they're literally stuck in a pandemic during the finest years of their life, Yeah, and I've been nothing but kind to them. They're so obsessed with being mad about everything. Okay, yeah, now I sound like a, now I'm full boomer, full boomer I, right now. I
1: know. We are being full boomers right now.
0: But we don't have a house So we're not really
1: Yeah we don't have a house And so we never will have them Oh um,
0: I know the idea Of even having one Then you have to just like It's like having a kid You have to think about it For the rest of your life
1: So I would say Or at least till person, the house
0: Turns 18 <laughs> to,
1: to this What I would tell this person Is to t- I would t- have this person Tell Gen Z A famous quote from Meredith From Real Housewives of, of Salt Lake City Jealousy Jealousy is a disease To which I say Get well soon isn't that a crazy line? Instead of like the famous-which like, I say. <laughs> to like to add that to which I say is so crazy.
0: <laughs> That's beautiful.
1: Um okay, yeah. so we've clearly helped this person out of a really hard bind. So let's go. Also, get a I new wanna
0: wait, I, I feel bad. Like I didn't mean to say like you can't rock a side part in skinny jeans. I just mean my I'm not afraid I'm not afraid to explore the trends. And I think I don't know what I think. I guess. Yeah, Ultimately, you were. I mean, you, what, what, what do I know? Been, I'm wearing Juicy Couture pants. Um, I'm wearing I'm wearing fake Juicy Couture pants every day of my life the past month. So who? What do I know? <laughs> I think skinny jeans look weird on everyone.
1: Yeah, but for a time, like they didn't. You know, they
0: did, but we didn't know. We were too busy. You know, and
1: that's what Gen Z isn't at that place where they Self-deprecating Gen Z hasn't gotten to that place yet Where they can look back And be like weird." They can't look back And say Billy Well I, is I know weird. because And
0: this is the last thing I'll say in my life Is that yeah All the Gen Z girls Here's what they wear Really First of all They all wear really big t-shirts Yeah And, and then like boots And they're like Hey
1: It's like I would love to wear that But I don't even know That I'm allowed to, We weren't even allowed To wear that
2: you <laughs> we can wear a
1: huge T shirt. Someone would say, "Why are you wearing that?" If we wore that, you know what I mean.
2: Uh, yes, someone I do. Would,
1: someone would be like, "That T shirt's way really too big." They <laughs> have those options.
0: Anyways, we love. Anyways, that.
1: so but we say that with love to our Gen Z listeners, and if our Gen Z listeners hear all of this, know that all we ever no, want I ce- is to obviously help celebrate
0: them. Gen Z. All I want is like friends that are both old and young.
1: But I yeah, me too. But I'm at a place where I'm finally done with hoping that Gen Z that searching for approval for Gen Z because I'm never gonna get it. And that's You already have it. You already have it. I do have it.
0: They revere you. Gen Z reveres
1: me. Gen Z revering reveres us. Gen Z reveres us. Gen Z reveres us (laughs) is the title of the episode. (laughs) So in conclusion and in summary, Gen Gen Z Z. reveres us.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Why do I l- look how crazy I look In this camera right now like you look sweatshirt. Gen Z
1: because you're like wearing like a huge I am Wearing shirt. a big
0: shirt okay I, all this all this and a bag Of chips now I'm trying <laughs> to act like I'm Gen Z
1: Oh my god I remember all that in a bag Of chips
0: I know you know what You know what song Brian still sings Sometimes what's that song that's like chicken Noodle soup chicken noodle soup
1: I know it's Peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly with a oh, baseball
0: Oh yeah yes and I still sing That
1: yeah that was a huge part Of like 2000 um Nine was like peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat, and I never understood exactly what it was.
0: It is what it is, yeah. I
1: don't know if it was real. I don't know if that was, I never knew if that was real. <laughs> I never knew if peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat was real in 2009, and I was afraid to ask. <laughs> I was really afraid
2: to ask. <laughs> okay, weird. what's your next letter? <laughs>
0: Hey, mom and dad. In the middle of the night. Mom, dad. What I'm honey is your bad old. dream? I'm not sure if peanut butter and jelly <laughs> with a baseball bat's real. It's real.
1: Or is, yeah. 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 All right, Al. Allie.
4: Hi. I don't know if this is also for like advice, but I'm going to ask you a little advice question. So, what do you have to say to a gay freshman in college? Woo! with no experience in the love world, but wanting to break into it Um, in the time of corona, Mm. of all things. I know it's really hard right now to, like, figure things out regardless of the fact that there's a virus and you can't, like, interact with people the way you normally would. Any words of wisdom? (laughs) Any tips, tricks? Anything to keep in mind while I'm going through this tough time where I want to, like, be...
0: In the mix
4: mm-hmm. I hesitate to say
1: it even
0: now. okay I love this guy course, I, love, the the I anyway. love this
1: guy I love this guy many of it is got to be done because I okay. already know exactly what I want to say to him Go ahead <laughs> um, now first of all, how ironic that our very next caller, is an icon of Gen Z.
0: Who reveres us? Who
1: reveres us. Clearly re- <laughs> rever- revering us.
0: Would you uh, ask for advice from someone you didn't revere? That's
1: the question. <laughs> a, a Gen Z person being reverent t- towards us. What else is being new? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: what else is being new? What else is being new?
1: That's like a Meg's so character. What
0: else is being new?
1: Now, first of all, as a gay college frosh, you're already ahead of the eight ball in terms of me. I, when I was a f- College crush Lurie. It was like, should I be fingering girls? Like, what is the deal? So already by not fingering girls, you're doing incredible.
0: <laughs> great job.
1: A great job. It's not as easy as it looks to not <laughs> to not finger girls when you're a freshman in college. And secondly, um, you know, I think that you know, there's certain things gay people weren't meant to have: lawns, um, children. Um, this is not true Young love Young love <laughs> And so You'll I have love In your 20s and 30s That's what it means To be gay <laughs> I'm being a little bit Facetious here And of course I'm saying some things That are really crazy For the sake of humor <laughs> But sometimes yeah. I do feel like Sometimes I don't look at a house And I'll be like Sometimes I'll be looking at a house on Redfin.com, where I famously look at real estate porn. And if it's a certain what, it has to be... I feel as a gay person, I need... To, if I have a house, it has to be really fancy or else it's weird. Like, it's weird for a gay person to have a normal suburban home with a lawn. Do you know what I mean? That gives um, me... It makes me nauseous, the idea.
0: Oh, I think that's fine.
1: I think... Should I... Anyways, okay. Now, you're acting like I'm, like...
0: No, what? But if I'm honest, I looked at my email.
1: Oh, okay, cool. That's so, why I zoned out. There's something about thinking my of myself as like a 42 year old with a husband living in like you know random suburban house that's like oh my god three when bedrooms. I'm three bedrooms. That to me is like okay that, that in that point live in an apartment like a normal gay person. Like if you're a gay person mm. and you want to have a house, it better be a huge fucking house, and that's why you bought a house. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, that's how it feels
1: I, to me. That's what how sure, that's how culture that's your truth. That's a you know, when, when I'm
0: 42, I want to be like, I have like a huge loft, like the windows are so big and I'm like, like there's a, but I'm in a loft. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. And
0: I'm wearing white linen oh. and I'm like, uh, my hair, it's like, it's still really long, longer than it is now even. And I'm like soaking some beans and like dropping like Mackenzie off.
1: Yeah, you would. You would go go Mackenzie with it
0: I don't think I will go Mackenzie
1: with it. When I'm <laughs> um, that's I an angelism Going go something McKenzie. with it because famously, um, Tatiana from season two of Drag Race did a runway where she I forget what the, oh or maybe this was uh, no this was All Stars two where she for some reason she dressed as uh, like T Boz from um, <laughs> from uh, TLC. And we were watching it in an It was like, interesting to go T-boss with it. And <laughs> so now we always say things, it's interesting to go X with it. But anyway, like so interesting to go Mackenzie with it is what we would say. But Wait, um, So my
0: advice for this guy is you're doing everything right. And yeah. love will come to you. And also my main advice um, when it comes to dating in college is don't be afraid to be earnest and just like say what you want. Like, oh, I had a really fun time. It'd be nice to hang out again. Or like, oh, my God, I I... I think you're so cool it'd be nice to hang out like totally say what you want
1: i also think by being gay in college it's kind of like if there's other gays in college they'll have kind of no choice but to seek you out because there won't be that many of them unless you go somewhere really get you, you know go to what one of I mean? those
0: special gay colleges
1: <laughs> i mean there are though we act like there's not but there are gay colleges oh, and what?
0: Like I art don't know. school?
1: like art school is a gay college art the idea of art school is a gay college i feel like um <laughs> Oberlin is pretty gay. Um, yeah, NYU, yeah. NYU is a gay space. But uh, um, I remember, I th- like,
0: when I was thinking, when I was like touring schools and thinking about going to NYU, like everyone loved to be like, "Good luck meeting a guy there," and I'd be yeah. like, "There are guys who go." There.
1: <laughs> 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 I am um, you know, I think like if you go to like fucking like Villanova and you're gay, just like make that known because the gays will then have to seek you out because. They are looking for love too Like they're looking for it too And there's not that many So sometimes you can play that to your advantage And yeah I think just um, You know ask people on dates No one really does that So when you do it's kind of like Okay you're yeah, a genius I only
0: got asked on a date once in college And then when I couldn't go um, He never asked me again Oh my god I know I'm sorry but then I got to know him, like, as a friend, and years later, and I was like, this would have been literally the worst date of our lives. Oh, really? Because he cares about, like, reality, and I don't. Oh,
1: I, th- I thought you were going to say reality TV. I was like, oh my god, introduce me.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm fully rolling on the ground laughing. Yeah. I really am on the ground. Oh, you
1: are really on the ground. You're In such a
0: real way. I don't know why I'm being like this. I'm just, like, sick of sitting on my ottoman. I need to go outside, but... um. It's so beautiful Al. I wait go. I want to say, that, gay do, pe- I wanna say that I want to I want to
1: say that gay people can have lawns I was being kind of a comedian in that moment no I know I'm, I'm kind no, of examining we're... my own prejudice against my own no I mean sexuality you're literally doing, you're doing
0: like you're doing the work <laughs> as people love
1: to <laughs> encourage you to do <laughs> okay so what's our next um thing
3: hey Kat and Patrick I want to ask Regan I would like you guys to talk a little bit about your favorite like elementary school, middle school, high school, cafeteria lunch moments, um, like chick patty, filet, oh. you know, French <laughs> bread pizza moments. Um,
0: thanks. Love you. Oh, my God. This is like... This this is first of all This is our bread and butter Yeah this is what
1: God Put me on this earth This is what our podcast
0: Is ultimately about
1: <laughs> yeah. I obviously have a Perfect answer ready And waiting to go I've, hit been waiting it, hit since it. The, I've been waiting since The second I was born To be asked this question When I Alright first of all My high school Had this honey mustard That was I've talked about and it, publicly, it uh, Yeah you
0: you've publicly said That everyone thinks Their high school has The best honey mustard But yeah, you actually
1: the, did It was crazy And so for one like Our so it's separate Like this is just like a honorable mention My Is honey
0: mustard Just mayonnaise And that's why it's good
1: No 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 it's like a Dijon, sweet Dijon. But I'm mustardy. not totally
0: wrong and people who are listening are gonna understand
1: that. Well, there's a million versions of honey mustard and the bad kind the bad version like when you're in a like I feel like in a writer's room where right, it's like, okay, the bad version of my idea is like this, but the bad version the bad of pitch. honey <laughs> bad pitch. Um so but the bad version of honey mustard is when it's so close to being actual mustard and just slightly sweeter.
0: I know, that's hell. Those that's people are hell. going
1: they're going way too literal with it. And they're
0: going to hell.
1: And they're going straight to hell Uh, uh, Call back to afterlife guy And um, (laughs) But what we want when when we talk about honey mustard Is kind of this like abstract Yellow substance that tastes Yeah it's viscous It doesn't taste like mustard or honey It's a completely separate thing Independent of those two Ideas and it's so good so first of all, my high school had the best French fries, and I remember being a freshman, being it being C period, which, as you might have imagined, was third period. And I obviously didn't eat breakfast because in high school you what? Don't eat breakfast. And I would be sitting in C <laughs> period. It's like ten Call forty. in response. Smelling them make the fries, and I would be like trying to concentrate on like conjugations, and I'd be like. Literally, my stomach hurts from being so hungry, and literally, these fries smell so good. I don't care that it's 10:45 a.m. I have a free period next. I'm eating fries at 10:50 p.m. And um, anyway, so fries like get like kind of I don't remember. But they had this southern style chicken wrap, crispy chicken, cheddar cheese, shredded lettuce, tomato in a wrap tortilla oh. in one of those like plastic clear plastic clamshell cases. <laughs> so here's what I would do with it: get a Coke from the machine, get um this that that Southern Salt Chicken wrap get sun chips. Okay, I get sun chips. Go over to the honey mustard station. Fill actually up the whole one. I would open it up the clamshell and fill one side up with honey mustard. Bring mm. it back to my um actual table and cut up, cut up, cut up, cut up the whole southern salt chicken wrap. Okay, I'm cutting it up, I'm cutting it up, I'm chopped salading it, this wrap. Closing the clamshell, shaking it. OK, this is a shake and bake open. And now I have this kind of like shredded wrap that's glazed in honey mustard. And I have my sun chips. I eat it like a dip.
0: That's great. It's really crazy. It, it
1: was really crazy. It was so, so good.
0: Um, You know what I want to say? Oh, wait, someone's calling me. What I'll say about middle. The only thing I remember. Lower school, middle school, it was all about me getting chili dogs No cheese, just hot dogs with chili Absolutely a thousand percent Delicious (laughs) And then in high school, it was all about if I wanted to be decadent It was all about the club sandwich
1: on a croissant roll Oh, that sounds incredible
0: It was incredible And they had really good chocolate chip cookies as well And then my snack after school My favorite thing to do was buy strawberry mentos
1: Oh, that's fun For me after school, it's all about the cosmic brownies crossing grannies are so fucking good it's crazy okay let's do let's do question of the week it's kind of time
0: yeah let me sorry someone's
1: okay i'll do my question of the week because i have it ready okay first of all I know people I know that this isn't going to be interesting to very many people but I have to talk about you know this past Saturday there was a meet called the 10 put on by Sound Running in I believe California where my favorite training group the Bowerman Bros and Bowerman Babes went after the 10k Olympic standard and these men and women who compete in running do get criticized for only having interest squad competition but they did a 10k and they had pacers and they went fast and you know of my favorite girls runners is this woman named Elise Crane who was who's younger she was a high school I remember when she was a high school senior in 2013 she was part of an epic um big three of uh, of female runners and she was like the third Best she was historically good but the third best of these three so she didn't get as much attention as she could the other two, Went pro out of high school and they kind of Like have had not the best careers but Elise who always to me seemed like she had the best Head on her shoulders went to Stanford which Is always my favorite cross country Runners always go to Stanford I've talked about that And I was like oh this is perfect I root for all Of NCAA she had ups and downs she was Always injured but she still would come back and get like Second at NCAAs Then after Stanford she goes To the Bowerman group which is my favorite Obviously group where all my favorite runners run and It's coached by my favorite runner of all time Shane Flanagan And I'm like oh my god this is crazy, like, uh, this one I'm rooting for is now in this group that I really care about. But, you know, her boyfriend, who had won an NCAA title, he was part of the Bowermen, so it it almost felt like did that get her in? Like, I think there was some conversation. Like, she definitely didn't get a lot of attention on, on her own right. And she's a 1500 meter runner. But she ran really well last summer in a 5K. And you started to get the sense that maybe she's better at longer distances. And when it was announced that she was going to be in this 10K, it was like, okay, is she pacing? What's the deal? Like, is she running the whole 10K? What's going on? That's not her specialty. She stays with her number two all-time 5K um teammate krista Schweizer until the final lap 25 laps around the track they're on absolute um sub 31 minute pace and she and then uh literally everyone thinks krista's gonna run away with it and i love krista very much and literally in the last 100 meters Elise Craney sprints away from 10K specialist Krisha Schweizer and runs 3047, the third fastest time ever by an American woman in her debut at the distance, securing her second Olympic standard and putting herself in this conversation of a favorite for the 10K team, which no one saw coming. And I actually DM'd her and said, wow, congrats. That was amazing. And she said, thank you for the support. And I hope she doesn't think I'm worried that I DM'd her. But I am just think I just it just, you know, she's had such. the the, the sport is so plagued especially with young females with like different eating disorder things and she's been really vocal about nutrition lately and like what she went through in college and now she's um and now she's just I think such a good role model for younger runners and it's so wonderful to see a young prodigy in high school go through that NCAA system and then come out and be an incredible pro wow
0: because I love you I'm gonna be honest with you I didn't listen to that
1: I knew you weren't but I was really really okay with it
0: Okay I'm really okay with you expressing yourself I think it's beautiful um, My crush of the week is um... Oh you know what I really like the recipes on that Instagram Called half-baked harvest Anyway, I never knew that Yeah I like those recipes and Okay that's my crush, I guess I don't really care I don't know Yeah um, I sadly have to go But okay. I don't Don't worry I, I absolutely don't feel hot Okay, someone's buzzing me I don't like um, feel hot Because my hair is weird Are you mad at me That I'm kind of like Being dismissive And running away right now?
1: No, I literally don't care I'm desperate to get off this <laughs> That was rude <laughs> No, I'm Oh my god I'm kidding uh, Okay,
0: I'm mad Are you mad? Um, no only, I am affected But I'm not mad
1: Okay, cool Okay, Uh, talk soon. I love you guys. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions. Bye.